Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 190 Flash and Substance and Dead Reckoning with Mark Bosco. Hi, pals. We're somewhere in the middle of the final season of mm-hmm. Justice League. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. Uh, oh, hi. I'm Bob, also known as Mark, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Mm-hmm. We, it, it, it's weird that people do that. I mean, I understand yeah. it, but like, it's still weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I th- at this point, I think we're the only ones that do, but uh, I, I, unless Bob specifically says, uh, yeah. hey, please stop <clears throat> calling me that, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not backing down from this one. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> Mama named him Clay. I call him Clay. <laughs> Uh, you coming to America fans will appreciate that one. Um, <laughs> so this was uh, this is a bit of an unusual week. I thought it was it was fine. Not a whole lot was of it? remarkableness happened. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just 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 a fine stretch of Justice Leagues. I think we're still coming off that last excellent season. So yeah, I'm like I know these were good, but it's mm-hmm. like yeah, but but three weeks ago you were. It's so good, and now it's yeah. just like, just like now you're just doing eights instead of tens. That's is it, this is this is fine. Well, and the fact that it's an eight makes it feel like a five too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, but like it, they're eights. Like, come on, it's a great show. Yeah, it <laughs> these, is. These are these are great episodes. But mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we're unfairly comparing. I think mm-hmm. it's like I, yeah, but I, I did I, just watch the Cadmus thing. So yeah. <laughs> Right. I, I must admit that I have not been following along, so I'm just uh, kind of dipping into the lore as I know it uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, have context for these two episodes, and then I'll I'll dip back out for a little bit because my life has been in shambles, so <laughs> I haven't had time to watch this stuff. Oh, but weird. Uh, I'm excited to go back and watch that at some point mm-hmm. by how you're talking about it. The previous season is to this show what the Dominion War arc was for Deep Space Nine. Yeah. It's just, Ooh. It's, 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 a, it's, it's lots of pieces coming together in ways you don't expect and just real great plotting and mm-hmm. world building and just, ah, oh, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. oh, sweet. It, yeah. It's fantastic stuff. <laughs> yeah, but, but again, this is also very good. It just, mm-hmm. you know, we're comparing and it's not fair. You know, shouldn't do that. It ain't healthy, man. No, but um, also here we are, so. Yeah. Uh, well, just jumping into these two, I think... I really enjoyed them, and they're probably tens in my book because mm-hmm. I have nothing else to compare them to. Well, fair enough. Have you have you not seen just uh, JLU at all? I actually haven't. Okay, weirdly enough, well, it's not that weird. I mean, when it was on in uh, two thousand four, two thousand five, somewhere around there, like it wasn't on everyone's radar, and some people have come back to it on video, but a lot of people just haven't managed to yet. Mm. So, you know, that happens. Yeah. Oh, I'm enjoying it. I mean, based on this, I'll definitely go back and watch the rest. Oh, yeah. I The one thing, and we'll get into this after your summary, but like, you sure walk away from this thinking the Flash is a great character who doesn't just grab oh. women's asses. Yeah, that's, um, that's oh, some false that advertising. A, is that a thing that he does in other episodes? It sure is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Or Bob. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, that and wow. Sam, I mean, Max. <laughs> <laughs> 
it, yeah, this this is not indicative of like this is a great Flash episode, but it is not indicative of what he's like for the entirety of the series. Mm. Huh. Yeah. All right. But uh, not to not to ruin like I don't want to ruin your experience because I'm sure you had a great time because this is a great Flash episode. So, yeah. Uh, why don't yeah. you tell us what happens in Flash and Substance? Flash. I will. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In a cozy diner on 4th Street, some not-so-super-villains complained about not being able to make a dishonest living thanks to The Flash. These self-styled hardest men in town come up with a plan to get rid of The Flash once and for all by annoying him to death. Anyway, they have a plan. Maybe. Meanwhile, in the hole of justice, (laughs) Batman spies on everyone, while The Flash hints that he'd love it if Bats came to the opening of his brand new museum. Never mind that The Flash is like 30 and nothing much interesting has happened to him aside from being hit bit by a radioactive inchworm or whatever, but okay. I'm sure he has plenty of exploits with which to fill an entire museum. Anyway, Bats said he'd go. The Flash runs really, really slowly to the museum, making small talk with city folk in their cars along the way. (laughs) But what's this? A small child is crying at a deserted nightclub? But it's a trap. Disco music and a mirror ball light up the dance floor. It's Mirror Master. Death rays reflecting off the mirror ball. I can dig it. (laughs) The Flash just lays on the floor for a moment, stunned as the death rays approach him. But then he remembers, hey, I'm super fast. The Flash then runs at normal human speed away from the Death Rays and makes them destroy the disco jukebox, which has CDs in it. And then he throws a CD at the mirror ball and boom, it blows up. And then he says some sort of pun involving mirrors and walks off into the sunset. The mayor, credited as female number two in the captions, (laughs) declares Flash Appreciation Day and gives him a comically large key. Look out! Captain Koala attacks the key ceremony with a thousand exploding boomerangs and a boomerang jet with manacles that clamp the Flash to its hull. The plane crashes, which is what the captain said he was going to do to kill the Flash, but I guess somehow it crashed safely? So I guess the Flash lives to fight another day. Captain Novelty Jokes comes up with an exploding fake barf plan, but the other villains decline to join him. When the Flash confronts him, turns out he's really a nice guy named James, and he's just off his meds. Understandable. James tells the Flash the other villains are going to ambush him at the Flash Museum later. Shocker. And promises to turn himself in after he finishes his pint. Later, at the museum, a reporter accidentally swoons over the Flash on camera, and we cut outside to Bats and Discount Santo protecting a giant Flash statue. Jeez, I sure hope that statue isn't destroyed in the final battle that is sure to come soon. (laughs) Bat says he's destroyed every mirror in the museum, resulting in 36,253 years of bad luck. (laughs) So there's no way that Mirror Meister could possibly get in. But the reporter goes to check her makeup before going on air again, and oh no, a mirror! Four bad guys pour out of a pocket compact. That's weird. Mirror Maestro uses a mirror gun to feebly shoot some mirrors at the Flash, which just kind of clatter around on the floor. You missed, dude. Oh, wait. It's so he can duplicate himself in every mirror. Ah, that's neat. The final battle finally comes around, and man, this museum is stupid empty. All the statues are of his villains. Some of the villains meet their own statues, and hijinks ensue. Speaking of hijinks, Horty Reporter and the Flash get sucked into a mirror and end up in Mirror Universe, which is actually very cool and sparkly, with millions of mirrors. But which mirror is the way out? So many mirrors. (laughs) 
During the fight, Bat shoots a flare into the mirror and helps Wally find his way out. Wally comes back. Oh, Wally is the Flash. I don't know why I changed that name. Wally comes back (laughs) and beats up everyone. We get a nice view of the statue, which did not die. (laughs) Mirror Munster. Mirror Munster jumps into a mirror and a batarang immediately shatters it. And the screams of agony sound like maybe Batman just killed a guy. But no, he's just trapped in the mirror forever where he'll be no Tribble at all. <laughs> okay, my number one question, because I know yes. you, is 36,253 divisible by seven? Yes. I uh, knew it was. It <laughs> well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, do I know my friend or what? <laughs> now, you didn't count all the mirrors on the screen, did you? Okay. No. <laughs> I no, like... It was just a guess. Yeah. I like that uh, you immediately fix on the fact that these villains are all real lame because I know Maggie thinks otherwise because of the the, like years and years of comics, uh, you know, giving her better examples. Part Mm -hmm. of the appeal is that they're lame, you know? Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's just these like, it's four, it's four guys with each with a gimmick who are just like, you know, are... Our stupid gimmicks are actually pretty cool. If the Flash was, didn't live here, we'd run this town. I have a gun that shoots ice, and you apparently are god of a of a universe of mirrors. Mm-hmm. And also, the trickster is here. Like, we could do Wait. really good if the Flash weren't here. Mm-hmm. Who's the trickster? The trickster is uh, the Mark Hamill guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they ever actually said his name during the entire episode. I don't the think they do episode. either. I'm like, no. I have no idea who this is. So Here, there's... He, oh, go ahead. Here's <laughs> the cool thing about the trickster, too, is uh, that's who Mark Hamill played in the Flash live action series from, like, 1991, I think it was. Yep. Oh, and his costume is exactly I remember that same. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, wow. Nice. They modeled him <laughs> after the, the show instead of the comics. Um, like, he even kind of looks like Mark Hamill. The cool thing, well, there's a couple of cool things for me. One, he's playing a crazy novelty joke themed villain and he's doing a completely like you would not think, oh, that's the same guy as the Joker at yeah. all, even yeah. though he's a crazy novelty joke themed <laughs> villain. So <laughs> great job there. Like, yeah, a plus voice acting. Um, but also uh, the DC Wiki pointed out that um, his role as the trickster in that early nineties show led to him auditioning to play the Joker. So yes. there's, there's kind oh. of a, a connection that got him there in the first place, which is mm-hmm. great. Oh, that's cool. He yeah. also oh, does, yeah. uh, he p- does a cameo as the trickster again in one of the, the, the DC, the CW flash show mm-hmm. when they show like an alternate universe. That's that, that shows that TV show universe. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I remember like I remember being very excited about that show when it came out because I was like, "Oh, the the guy who plays uh, Barry's uh, is uh, the uh, the guy who played the dad in Neverending Story mm-hmm. Part Two. <laughs> like, why do I know this? Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of yeah. people who get excited about the Neverending Story too. I just know that I am one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can talk the first one all day long, but I think mm-hmm. you're uh, you guys are on an island by yourselves with yeah. uh, two. <laughs> Well, you see, part two is actually the second part because there's a mo- the book is much longer than the first uh-huh. one. <laughs> yeah, but if the first one never ended. <laughs> well, yeah, you got me there. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Dennis, a... <laughs> Dennis Miller's joke back when he was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also Lionel Hutz's joke. Oh, was it? 
Oh, yep. right. He did a class action suit. Yeah. You're Against right. the book, the never, the movie, the never ending story. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think okay. It's about 362 pages. I also don't know. Speaking of guys, I don't know the name of. Mm-hmm. Who is the guy that I was calling like Discount Santo? <laughs> oh, that's Orion. He has he's a helmet. A, he's a New oh, Gods okay. guy. Okay. Yeah, he's one I, of like, the, They didn't name him either. No. I, they said his name once, but he's real easy to miss. And uh, mm. he's one of those, yeah, he's one of those guys from Apocalypse, you know, spelled yep. lips. And uh, my my favorite Jack Kirby mesh of nonsense that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. Okay. He's, but, but. I think he was a cool character to have in this because you got Batman, who's the ultra serious guy, and then you got someone who's way more like that. So Batman, mm. by default, ends up being the middle guy where he's like, oh, maybe Flash isn't so bad. Maybe it's like, maybe look, I've been be around so- Flash for for a long time now. Like, you <laughs> yeah. don't get it, I get it. Like, because usually that's Batman. But yeah, it's mm. a, it's nice to, to yeah, I like that. Also, can I tell you how <laughs> delighted I was that Batman's like, yes, I'll come to your museum opening. <laughs> <laughs> You've come a long way, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I think, and we'll talk about this in the next episode, but I think mm-hmm. the events at the end of the next episode are kind of what nudge him back to being, like... Oh, yeah. Bitter and, and you know, more of a loner again. Like, he's starting mm-hmm. to open up, and then that happened, and he's like, nah, fuck that, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I, it's just my head cannon. Fair. Um, I will get to it, but, like, what happened should, like, be a really oh, big yeah. deal for him. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, this is this is not representative. Of, like, I almost feel like they're gaslighting me because the Flash yeah. <laughs> has been a real shit this whole time. Mm-hmm. Really, the the Flash seems great. He seems like a really nice guy. That's the thing, man. From this episode, <laughs> there's uh, there uh, the entirety of just Justice League before it became unlimited. He was awful, and then he wasn't in JLU uh, for a long time. Yeah, and then in the last part of the last season with the big um, uh, serialized thing, he got okay. Uh-huh. And then he turned shitty immediately, like grabbing women's asses and making mm-hmm. shitty comments and just, ugh. it's just ugh. Huh. like, out like, of, I mean, out of 50 to 60 episodes that they've done, he's maybe been bearable. And I mean, bearable and not yeah. that we're easily annoyed, but like yeah. not the subject of a, of an HR investigation in maybe three of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, look, this was great. I wish he was like this the whole time. And this is kind of yeah. A good this thing, would right, have been a, an amazing character to follow. Yeah. Is right. he? Uh, can I ask? Like earlier in these series, is it always Wally, or is it the yep. other guy? Or it's always Wally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. From uh, his first appearance in uh, Superman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Maggie, this is your good thing, though, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the Flash that I love. This is the guy I'm here for. This is the mm-hmm. guy that I talk about, like, all the time. The one you're trying like, to convince me, no, actually, Flash is good. Like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> he's a small-town hero. He's friendly to ever. It feels like he knows literally everybody in town. There's a mm-hmm. bit where he's just, where he's apparently going coming to some woman's house to paint her fence this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's a transportation of, like, the Silver Age version of the Flash to just the modern age. Just... Just a nice guy who helps out, out and occasionally beats up or gets therapy for costumed weirdos. Like, mm-hmm. so much of this show is just me fuming at this character that I really love. And, like, this is it. This is the guy. This is who I think about when I think about The Flash. Yeah, he's, mm. he's still a bit of a dope, but, like, yeah. in, a, in a more lovable way. 
Sorry, the dope part this... is is fine if it's like an act he puts on, which it kind of feels like in this one. Yeah. Hmm. You were gonna say there's that. that my, my, was, my quote might illustrate this. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Erlene, that prosthetic any better? I'll say you really know your liniment. Yeah, that was. That was I, a, I, I appreciate the use of the word liniments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> there were there were a lot of fun little moments like that. Like yeah, like that that is a great pull. But there were also six or seven other ones that were just about yeah. as good. <laughs> just just a lot of good little character moments in this. It yeah, was great. yeah. Well, it's like. Orion's like, why do people? Why does this guy get a flash? Get a museum? Well, it's because everyone in this town really likes him. Mm-hmm. I love the reporter who's so horny for him. It's great. That's uh, that's uh, <laughs> Linda Parks. She's like his love interest in the comics. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. That is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a great moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, at one point she's basically saying he's like being with the whole track team. I'm like, ooh, you're a freak. I like you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> and we're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a, there's a oh, great. Shit, I was still on camera. Great subtle. I don't even think speaking side character of her camera woman, who's obviously delighted that she has just thoroughly embarrassed herself. It's yep. so good. Yep. It's very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <clears throat> Are um, you saying you don't like the Flash? It's fine. All right. Look. <laughs> He's all right. Like, he saved my grandma from, I don't know, random object man. Mm-hmm. Like, every Please, one of Flash's guys. Raider. <laughs> right. No, he's like, he's like the, the ash, Captain Ashtray. Like, yeah. all the Flash's guys are just, I picked up an object I found and that's my personality now. <laughs> Captain Ashtray's Too power much is coffee, that he hits man. you with a, with a big glass ashtray and he's actually, like, killed a lot of people. Oh, those things are deadly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think um, mortality rates drop severely when uh, like uh, you couldn't smoke in public and those things weren't around mm-hmm. so much anymore. <laughs> mm. It's like you, a lot of people aren't you, dying of cancer anymore, but also a lot of a lot less head trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you remember that comic book, Too Much Coffee Man? Vaguely, oh, yeah. God, a, yes. that sounds like he could be a, a flash. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean these these guys are half a step away from being tick villains. Come on, yes. <laughs> they pig just leg. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody step at a pig? <laughs> like they're just one pun name away from that as yep. well. Their their names are a little too yeah. traditional, but <laughs> the gimmicks aren't. <laughs> yeah. Uh since we're doing good things, Bob, what do you got? Uh I love that mirror universe when they yeah. stuck in there. It's just mm-hmm. like it's very abstract and just a little bit of that like kind of uh, like horror, unreliable geography. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's such it's a like cool going. concept. It, yeah, it is. I don't look. I don't want to. I'm not going to be this guy, and and it didn't ruin anything for me or anything like that. I didn't understand mm-hmm. it. I didn't understand how this seemingly D list guy has. I I think you even called this out in your summary, Bob. Like mastery over this th- th- weird dimension. Like like we. Yeah. Every, so I, every I, mirror in the world links mm-hmm. together into this. I guess and, so. Yeah. yeah. Like this is the first <laughs> I've heard of this, and we've watched hundreds of these shows. And, uh, <laughs> and this guy could just do this, but also, uh, and this is my bad thing. And you also called this in your out in your summary. Um, he just kind of shoots some mirrors at him, like, like, <laughs> mm, well, icicles and boomerangs are both lame, but uh, either of those is more of a chance of stopping a guy than throwing small mirrors at him with the force of a compact falling out of someone's purse. <laughs> 
It oh, felt no, like there were like three people shooting things at it at once, and like two of them hit, and the mirrors just like just kind of scattered on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> just and like, like just immediately clear, clear, clear. You're gonna have to pick that up, you know. <laughs> and like you said, it it was to it was to put them in place because Batman said I took all the mirrors out of the place. So like yep. I, I yeah. was putting more. I get it, but in the yeah. moment, in the fight scene, but it looks so dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think if like they might have been a little worried about uh, standards and practices or whatever. Like if he'd done sharpened mirrors, like these are. I'm shooting knives at him. Like, they're mirrors. Yeah. Oh, but they're yeah. also, you know, like, that would have worked. But they probably couldn't do that, so. The, 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 the fact that they're just little mirrors in frames. Yeah. No, they look so like compacts. Because they're so small and because mm-hmm. they're, they're encased in plastic or something, they're just, like, a bunch of compacts fell out of various people's purses. Well, no, I also just love the <laughs> idea that this guy apparently controls an entire universe and his his deal is still just... I'm going to rob banks and uh, hang out with these three idiots and uh, mm-hmm. try to inconvenience the Flash, I think. <laughs> but then there's, so he gets stuck in one and it breaks. Mm-hmm. And so now he's trapped in this weird two-dimensional shattered, like, huh? Shouldn't yeah, he be able to yeah, jump yeah, into a different sense. mirror? That didn't make any sense to me. That never yeah, makes sense. He, and exactly. He like, should have just been able to duplicate himself yeah. like 50 times it's from like, all the Oh, shirts, now there's right? five of me. Yeah, and I don't care that it doesn't make scientific sense. Mm. I do not give no. the least bit of a fuck about that. It's like, it's well, you know, the real, the actual logic. mirror universe doesn't work like that. Uh-huh. No, yeah. it's, it's just I kind of wish they had just control. left it, like, not not explaining that, oh, he's just trapped in it. It was just like, just have him scream. And, mm. <laughs> like, and then it flies like, away into Batman space. Batman killed him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, they, they throw him into that mirror place that we just saw Flash in, and mm. you, yeah. break, you break his exit. He's stuck in there now. Yeah. That's right. easy, because we just yeah. saw Flash struggling to find the right exit. If you break it, then you're trapped forever. Easy, done. And but if also, he can travel you between it. mirrors, then obviously, then uh, yeah. he should be able to like exit somewhere else, right? Mm. Maybe they maybe they broke his I belt in the fight, like the whatever he's got that makes him do that. Yeah, you sure. broke my mirror mastery. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my good thing. The yes. scene where Flash calmly chats with the trickster about his brain meds, mm-hmm. this this is one of the handful of things from this show that's made the rounds. Like, Bob, even though you haven't seen the show, you might have seen this bit, like, in a GIF set or in, a like, an image I retumble it a lot, so yeah. odds are pretty good. It's Yeah, maybe I have. It's it's made the rounds a lot, It's because it's surprisingly sensitive and accurate. Like, it's if you know anyone on, like, antidepressants or mood stabilizers or whatever, you've probably mm-hmm. had this conversation with them, like, oh, I don't, mm-hmm. I stopped taking them because I feel good. I don't need them anymore. Like, no, yep. you have to always take that. Like, mm-hmm. I say <laughs> that. You know they don't work like that. Yeah, I know. It's such a, <laughs> it's, it's such, like, mainstream fiction from 20 years ago, getting yeah. it kind of right and not laughing it off is yeah. great. But then. That was surprising. The fact that they got it right. They still got a laugh out of it, just not at the expense of the mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And yes. they use that scene to build this case for Flash's compassion. Like all of that happened in about one minute. And it's yeah. just such a good economy of writing thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. It's very good. It was great stuff. Well, yeah. One of the things I like about this one is like Batman and Orion show up and they're like, the Flash's rogues have all banded together. They're going to try and kill him. And Flash mm-hmm. kind of spends the entire episode like, yeah, don't don't worry about it. It's it's I got this handled. Like I do this guys, all I, the time. Guys, I know I have this museum thing today, and then I'll take care of it. It's yeah, it's, it it can wait. 
It's yeah. just I'll just go down to the diner where they all hang out, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'll have a little talk with them. It's just boomerang guy and mirror guy. It's not like <laughs> it's it's not like Lex Luthor came here. These are my yeah. guys, and they can wait. <laughs> it's like you right? you 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 don't get how it, how things work here. Like mm-hmm. like they rob banks, I round them up. It all kind of works out. Nobody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. We all have a little fun. We all have mm-hmm. a little fun. <laughs> Me more than no, them. Take them out yeah. for drinks after. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go on to jail voluntarily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one no one in this town has a has a body count of three digits, Batman. Mm-hmm. Why with, okay, that's a question I actually have is like, why did he ask the trickster to turn himself in? He didn't actually do anything in this mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> I, I think he probably escaped in the first place. Like he's yeah. still in in jail or their version mm. of Arkham from the last yeah. thing. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Which I hope is like a real medical facility instead of a haunted castle. <laughs> built haunted over a reservoir. <laughs> I was about to say built on the main water supply for the town, right? <laughs> right? Oh my god. Like you have. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, Bob, what was your bad thing? Uh, the moment, <laughs> this is like a real nitpick, but the moment the Flash walks behind the podium to address the crowd at Flash Appreciation Day, he apparently drops the key to the city, never to be seen again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, come on, Flash, you could have at least pretended to care about it and like left it in the backseat of a taxi cab later. <laughs> the, uh, there's that thing that's been making the rounds for years that uh, mm. kids sort of our age and uh, Maggie, I would include you in this group, mm. were were led to believe that quicksand was more of a thing than yes. like, and I would put oh, yeah. the key the to, key the, to city the city in that yeah. same yeah. list of, I, it comes up so much in the fiction we grew up on and I've never seen right? anyone presented with one in real life. Especially in comic books. Yeah. <laughs> Do either of you know what the hell the key to the city actually is? I mean, it's a symbolic thing to say the city appreciates yeah, you, like, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't when literally do When I was a kid, I just assumed it was a key that unlocked every door in the, in the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just like if, they, trust- if that was... If that was the case, like this, this key is like not very secure. It's a very no, it's, simple key. It could it, easily pick whatever giant lock it fits yes. into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like we trust. What if the so villains much. got a hold of the key? Then yeah. we could get into the city. I mean, with the scale we're dealing with, you could literally crawl into the keyhole. Yes, you wouldn't even need to pick the lock. <laughs> <sighs> Maggie, what was I'm your bad? I'm not crawling thing? into a keyhole. It's full of tumblers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, but uh, also, you know, it's then you'll just get very smooth. Mm-hmm. You're rock. <laughs> All right. Oh, finally, uh, a chance to be smooth. <laughs> Maggie, what was your bad thing? Uh, yeah, there's a tricycle in the Flash Museum, but is 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 that the Flash's tricycle? Did 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 he fight the puppet from Saw one time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know they put a lot of detail into all because like. And you, I'm sure you spotted most of this being oh, yeah. a, a big Flash comics person. Like, there's tons of deep cuts from the comics, so I bet it's from something. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think no, they were just there's like there's a shot of like uh, kids trying on the tin Flash hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's <laughs> there's an interesting quote on, and I'm I'll dig this up in the DC Wiki is actually worth reading because mm-hmm. um, someone asked Dwayne McDuffie like, "Hey, what's what's with that? Does that mean uh, uh, original tin pie?" Uh, hat flash existed in this universe and, he's, and he said maybe but probably not mm-hmm. let me just uh let's see 
That was from uh, the Tin Hat Caper from uh, All Flash (laughs) Comics, number 321. Here we go. Um, When discussing the presence of both the Kid Flash costume, uh, well, that's that's a weird sentence. Both the Kid Flash costume, it says. You guys, you guys know the Kid Flash and the and the the hat. Uh, Mm -hmm. Dwayne McDuffie has noted Flash and Kid Flash exist, but Jay Garrick seems to be more of a mystery that, according to Dwayne was never decided on. He went on to explain many other possibilities for the helmet, stating, it's not Jay's helmet, it belongs to Hermes. It's from an old Wally Flash costume. It's a trophy from a completely unrelated adventure and has nothing to do with any Flash costume whatsoever, etc. Mm. The only reason you think it's Jay's because you know about Jay. 95% of the audience have never heard of him and don't care. If we wanted it to be Jay's, it would be just as easy to bring it into continuity, but we didn't say either way. Yeah. Hmm. So, it's just a nod. It's for you comics guys, but it's not something mm. you need to know about, so... Thanks, Dwayne McDuffie. I see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, uh, see. I haven't seen Batman in a while, but it, is it just me or is his ears way pointier? They are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that's, that's from a, the uh, the redesign. Yeah, that's been happening since the new Batman Adventures. I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, oh really? I didn't feel like they were that tall in there. Oh, they I mean, I'm okay. sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's been like five Batman series since then now. So like. Uh, they just keep getting mm-hmm. a little. Every time they're yeah. just like, what if we made the ears about an inch longer? And now yeah. it's getting <laughs> ridiculous. We're, no, we're about his head. two TV mm-hmm. series away from them being like the Kelly Jones, like eight Ugh. foot long ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so there were a couple of interesting uh, uh, voice performer polls in this. Um mm-hmm. More of Andrea Romano's uh, Joss Whedon fandom, because this was, Bob, if you haven't been following along, you might not have noticed that a lot of, like, the people from Buffy and Angel and Firefly have been showing up as voices mm. on Justice yeah. League. Um, Intriguing. In fact, in the very next episode, Magic Lady, whose name I always forget, was voiced by uh, Drusilla. Yes. Um, oh. But in this one, Mirror Master was Alexis Denisoff, who was um, uh, Wesley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was cool. Uh, but also... Uh, and this is a very tenuous fucking uh, Kevin Bacon, like several degrees of Kevin Bacon connection, but I'm going to take it anyway. Mm. Uh, the mayor or female number two, as she's also <laughs> and a handful of other assorted incidental voices is played by Lonnie Manella, who was the romantic lead in a Nick Bounty game. So this woman has actually read some of my dialogue. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, Mark, uh, my friend Mark Darren managed to get her to play like the you know not the lead role but the the, the second lead role yeah in, mm-hmm. uh, in one of his games and that, that's awesome yeah pretty cool nice around this time actually like mm. early early 2000s so pretty cool uh what else uh i just wanted to say i really enjoyed when uh they like uh I keep wanting to say Captain Novelties. That's not right. The trickster Mm -hmm. shoots. He shoots this gun at them that it's like it's got this giant nose and it shoots this like acidic snot at them that eats through a pool table. Mm -hmm. But and then he explains afterward. Oh, it's a snot gun. (laughs) Get it. (laughs) Get it. Yeah. I don't know. It was just very funny. image. Yeah. No, it was. And it was a good twist on the novelty gags. Because the Joker's mm-hmm. done some of that stuff. Yeah. He's, this guys are much stupider. Yep. <laughs> I kind of love it. Like, yeah. he's just a great character. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Um, Got me again, Flash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you crazy kid. <laughs> um, The one other thing I wanted to talk about real quick is, so Flash's um, uh, civilian identity 
uh, is a police, like, what is he, like a police uh, detective chemist or something like that? He's like, uh, like a, he's basically a CSI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forensicist. Yeah. Yeah. But like before everyone knew the show CSI in the comics, they called it something mm. more awkward, probably like yeah, he's just like a police scientist or something like that. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Um. So he fights crime all day long in his day job. And then mm-hmm. to blow off steam, he also fights crime. I mean, yeah, but you can see he does. He fights crime in a really fun way. So, yeah, I know. Mm. That's all. I just it's like, wow, you have you have no inner life. And I, I guess I guess he doesn't. <laughs> Never mind. I, 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 think I answered my own question. <laughs> I think it's really interesting. This is the only thing I've ever seen Wally steal from Barry. Um, well, like well, because you, Bar- sorry, go ahead. Barry Allen was the crime scene. Mm-hmm. Like that was his deal back in the sixties. Uh, like up until he died. And every time I see them do something with Barry Allen, they they're basically cribbing from Wally because Be- Barry is such an uninteresting character. This is the only time mm. I've ever seen them be like, and we'll just borrow this from Barry, the interesting character. It's I mean, <laughs> it's fascinating to me how much you want this show to be like the comics. Like this, I know this, this Wally is not the Wally you know. It's just it's a thing I think about a lot. Yeah, you know, mm. like it's not but, about wanting it. It's just about well, like hang on. <laughs> yeah, but but this this is you know this is a whole different universe. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't have to tell you. This is what I get up to. I, I mean, I know fair that. enough. Okay, uh, well, time to move forward, I suppose. Let's talk about Dead Reckoning. We join our Dead Reckoning. Mm-hmm. We join our story so deep in lore that I had to stop and look some <laughs> some stuff up on the DCAU wiki to make sure I hadn't forgotten who the hell Boston Brand, aka Dead Man, is. I mean, he looks like Destro drank out of the wrong grail, uh, <laughs> or, or why he's a ghost, or why he lives with a kung fu master monk in the Himalayas. Nope, I didn't miss anything. Also, this all makes total sense. Boston ghosts always hang out on different continents with wise old men. There's almost certainly a whole TV tropes page about this. Then a bunch of legionnaires, that's what you call members of the Legion of Doom, right? Show up. Uh, this this group includes some heavy hitters like Lex, some second tier guys like Bizarro and fake Black Manta. Official motto, which is a direct quote from Dwayne McDuffie, I was hastily concocted and not nearly as cool. <laughs> And also some glowing skull guy and a muscle-bound woman I can only assume is called Bad Barda. Uh, <laughs> if Maggie doesn't have a massive crush on this massive woman, I'll buy myself a hat and then eat it. I have bad news. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. that is. She's so your type, though. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. I don't like, well, an, I don't like an orange woman. Well, I suppose I'm going to eat a hat then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of eating it, that's exactly what happens to the old monk when the black manta you bought from Timu... <laughs> Drops a chunk of temple on him. <laughs> Dead man is upset by this, which I don't entirely understand. I mean, now they're both ghosts, right? You already <laughs> seem to like this guy, and now you have an eternal ghost pal. I failed to see the downside here. Uh, but no, he's really not happy about this. So much so that he drifts up to the watchtower and possesses Superman, sparing Batman the most gruelingly dull conversation about <laughs> milkshakes he's ever had. <laughs> Dead Superman convinces Batman and Wonder Woman to assist him, and somehow they work out that they need to go to Gorilla City, because where else would a bunch of villains who just stole your mystical MacGuffin go? Sure enough, Grodd has returned to his old ooking grounds to plug that MacGuffin into a larger MacGuffin that will transform the world into gorillas, making a lot of people who are super horny for Silver Age comics very happy. (laughs) 
The gorillas seem to retain their intelligence and their memories of being human, so this really ends up being a bad posture and extra hair ray. <laughs> Nevertheless, Gorilla <laughs> Superman smashes the thing, returning everyone to normal. Then Deadman spots Mock Manta about to shoot Wonder Woman, so he possesses Batman and makes him pick up a gun and murder him with it. Mind you, Dead Manta, not to be confused with Dead Man, actually did shoot Wonder Woman two episodes ago, and she's fine now. But sure, best to force Batman to violate his most fundamental principle, just in case. Later, at the Legion of Doom, Lex, <laughs> who has no problems using a gun, shoots Grodd and takes over. None of the villains in attendance seem to have any problem with this, because I guess nobody remembers how poorly the operation has gone every single time Luthor has run the show. Oh, and those monks, they all came back to life, even the old guy. And some floaty-faced British woman tells Deadman that his work is not yet done, which sure feels like the setup for some kind of spin-off. Listen, lady, it's a bit mm. late for that now. We're out of here in six more weeks. We've already started tearing this place down, and my feelings of senioritis are getting stronger and stronger. Like, <laughs> I'd be very surprised if I even managed to finish my summaries for the next for the remaining six episodes. See, that, that, was, that was the joke, you see. Joke's on you, Gorilla Grodd. I already have bad posture and excess body hair. <laughs> Maggie, are you a beautiful gorilla woman? I mean, maybe. <laughs> Just I'll explain your, a couple of things. Practice your knuckle dragging and you might, you know, might have a It would also uh, open up a whole lot of other questions, but. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, Grodd has, uh, I, I didn't mention this, um. And what is her name, the magic woman that I always forget her name? I have Tala? no idea. Is it? Oh, it's Tala. Tala that's right. Tala. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's because she doesn't have a cool superhero name. She's just yeah. got a, a lady's name. So it's harder to remember. Yeah. If you were called like Russian <laughs> magic woman, that would be different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's now hooked up with Grodd. So this is uh, another, well, technically Giganta was a gorilla that he turned human. But yes, this is, as far as I know, a magic woman who's just like eh, a gorilla. Uh-huh. I just, mm. I, I like that he's just like, I mean, the, he's, he runs the operation so effectively and so mm -hmm. efficiently. And this is the most dangerous thing you could possibly do is like, these are all supervillains. Let me just dump one and start yep. hooking up with another. This'll go fine. No, dude, don't date at work. This is a bad mm -hmm. idea. This never <laughs> works out well. No. <sighs> and also she could put you into a mirror if she gets mad at you. Like, well, she was trapped in a mirror. <laughs> yeah. So she knows how they work. Well, that's true. She I knows how like, to shove someone in a mirror and not worry about it. There's there's a real, I don't know if you got this vibe, but there's a, it feels, the way it's serialized feels a lot more like comics to me this season. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. the way mm. this villain, last time you saw them, was in a mirror, they just give you one line of dialogue. Well, I got her out of the mirror. So anyway, yeah. here we go. Like, it's, <laughs> let's just deal with that bit of continuity and move on. Like, it's not yeah. really a tightly woven TV serialized story the way the last season was it feels mm -hmm. way more like comics to me and that's not a bad thing it's just different well, it's style like it's one of those it's like I I don't care how she got out as long as she did but it, yeah. putting the lip service in means that like you could you you don't have to spend like the the pr the uh, the prologue of the episode like I Freeing freed her. you from your mirror or whatever you or know? showing it mm. yeah 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 no it's it's like, just it doesn't feel, and this isn't a complaint, but it doesn't feel like we're building to a big climax. It just feels mm -hmm. like something happened and then something else happened and then something else happened, which is sure because it just keeps going forever. That's how comics work, you know. Yeah. And I, I kind of like that. Yeah. So, ah, hmm. uh, uh, let's do some good things, Bob. What do you got? 
What what do I got? Uh, <laughs> I don't know who the guy's name is. It was just like a random evil guy who would like when like when they come to the monastery and there's like a, a portal and a bunch of bad guys pour out mm-hmm. of it and they're fighting the monks. Mm-hmm. There's this guy who's like apparently like Midas and like turning people to gold or whatever mm-hmm. in the middle okay. of the fight. So he's like, he just like punches someone and it's just clang immediately. They're <laughs> a chunk of metal. And I love that. I, it was just a really cool image. And I have, I would love to know what that guy's name is. Cause it was very cool. It's some like uh, comics nerd definitely knows. I'm surprised Maggie doesn't know. Yeah, but, but not uh, this comic nerd. Weirdly enough. Uh, you, uh, it was like a you know two and a half seconds in the, yeah. in the episode, but <laughs> yeah, but somebody's great. somebody's doing the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the television screen like that's my guy. <laughs> I I love the idea that there's a guy who literally figured out a way to turn stuff into gold and was still like, and you know what? I still want to be on the Legion of Doom instead of turning everything to gold and mo- moving to a gold island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love gold. <laughs> I like. The, was that a gold member reference? It sure was, Al. <laughs> wow. See, because he loves gold. I don't know who I'm it's more true. disappointed in, you for making it or me for recognizing it. <laughs> I mean, if it helps you. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'm always disappointed in myself, though. <laughs> ah, there we go. Um, no, I, this Feels is the thing. This is the feel. thing they've been doing this season, which is the Legion of Doom is like a deep bench. Like, there's so many guys, and I love that they're all in the background doing whatever it is their powers are. Mm-hmm. And, and you can mm-hmm. just have this passing weird thing that doesn't really have anything to do with the story. It's just a fun little detail. That's a, yeah. Like it's a great thing that they can do. Yeah. Also gold guy was here, whatever. Anyway, moving mm-hmm. on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Please. I'm gold man. Oh, of course. Gold man sacks. Mm-hmm. He carries a sack. Captain um, Oric. Mm, that's way too clever. Mm-hmm. Is, isn't that the symbol from the never-ending story? The my, no, that's the Orion. I understand your confusion, <laughs> oh, though. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maggie, what was your good thing? Um, Superman's line, what am I doing in Africa, is pretty fucking funny. Oh, yeah, because Dead Man uh, <laughs> possesses him and then jumps out. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he... Al mentioned this in his summary. Superman's basically talking about the uh, a place that does a really good milkshake. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly he gets possessed and wakes up in Africa just going like, what the hell happened? But it was a nice, Superman is uh, like aware for a second, maybe two, yep. and immediately like has pinpointed it to a continent. He's yeah, like, I don't exactly, know exactly like, where right. I am, but this is Africa for sure. Yeah. Right? How does he know that? All right, Superman. something weird's going, hey, Superman. Yeah. He's been there before. Mm-hmm. They go through weird shit. That's one of the things I love about this is like uh, Dead Man possesses Superman on the Watchtower and it takes Batman five seconds. One, detective. Two, weird shit happens all the time. Oh, yeah, he's possessed. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. probably Dead Man. I know this guy. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. I can do a real quick summary just to let uh, the kids who haven't seen this one and also Diana know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. can get on with our lives. Well, nobody's seen this one because this character's never shown up before. Like. Like I mentioned in my summary, they kind of act like, and I don't even think it's a bad thing, but they just dump us into like, uh, you know, as you know, this guy is dead man, Boston, whatever, Boston cream did he, pie. Did they, not, was he not in an episode of uh, nope. uh, Batman? Nope. Weird. All right. They sure made it sound like he was though, didn't they? Yeah. Well, mm. and the other, the other problem, problem is like, he absolutely did show up in Brave and the Bold, so. 
Well, that's always confusing for us, yes, because yeah. there's a lot of overlap, but they're very different versions. Yeah, but, I got mm. I got so much going on in my brain, and also, like, I have to work in <laughs> things. Like, mm-hmm. but also, Maggie, I too have so much going on in my brain. It's, it's so much all the time. <laughs> that's weird. I got nothing in mine. And also, I got to figure out what superheroes are doing and where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I'm so it's tired. Tough. It's tough. <laughs> Crumb, well, crumb crisp coating. 40 hit real hard, apparently, guys. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, we're only, uh, we're only doing this for six more weeks, and then... Oh, you thank to, God. Then you get to go think about what Klingons are up to again, so... Yeah. Mm. But we already had 10 years of that, so, like, it's just yeah. going back to, you know, just, like, using a muscle we haven't flexed that. in a little while. That's yeah. easy. Exactly. Easy peasy. Uh-huh. Lemon squeezy. It's, it's not difficult, easy peasy difficult. lemon squeezy. It's yeah. difficult, difficult, lemon difficult. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, my good thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Bizarro's in this episode. He sure is. Mm-hmm. The weird backwards logic of Bizarro is one of my favorite, very stupid things from old comics. Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> the cube shaped earth where ev- like everyone hates each other, which really means they love each other. Mm-hmm. And everyone makes themselves dirty to be pretty. And every single concept is the opposite of what it's supposed to be. It's yep. Mm-hmm. It makes no logical sense whatsoever, but it delights <laughs> me every single time because it's so funny. Um the the fact that they found a way to make that work, but not only that, the fact that they specifically give Lex a bunch of opportunities to interact <laughs> with Bizarro. Like yeah. he's figured it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know how this guy works. Bizarro, you hate me, right? So you'll do whatever I say. <laughs> um yes, me Bizarro M do that. Like that's mm-hmm. it's just it's great to see the I, super I mean, genius. You, you won't do anything yeah. I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's great and to him, see him like trying to correct himself and figure it out. Wait, no, I. If this wheel turns this way and this wheel turns that way, then, yeah. But but Lex the super genius cracking the code because yep. it, yeah, it's not that hard, but it is very counterintuitive. And just, oh yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but no, I I figured it out. You Hang love on, Superman, don't you? Uh, yes, me love Superman. Me, I want to kill him. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, me, I'm uh, not uh, undead. Him. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> Bad bye. <laughs> oh, That's not my joke. I stole that from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's so, it's like, I loved it in the comics and they managed to do it here without turning the whole episode into a surreal, like, which I would have loved to first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, but there's no room for that. It's just uh, Lex is just yeah. like, nah, this guy's this. I've always wanted a Superman that'll do whatever I say. And I figured it out. And I, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do some bad things, Bob. Uh, <laughs> Everyone doing a terrible Southie accent when they're possessed, mm-hmm. <laughs> except for Diana, who doesn't even try. <laughs> There's also some mid-level Legion of Doom guy that also doesn't try. Oh, nope. it might have been yeah. the Flaming Skull guy. It's the Atomic Skull, yeah. <laughs> That's it. The Atomic Skull. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> walking eye. It's a walking eye. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I, it I was, like that skull guy's uh, design, though. That's really cool. He's a oh, cool yeah. looking dude. That's about all yeah. he's got going for him. He looks. He looks like a glow in the dark Ghost Rider T-shirt yeah. that I had when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People love a flaming skull. It's the only reason Ghost Rider exists. Yeah, he's. He I was, can't remember which of our friends said this, but he's a tattoo design that somehow became a character. I believe that's a Chris Page <laughs> joint. Yeah, and he was is he correct. in that. Was he in the, like the Batman episode, like that I did, the Batman Beyond episode or something? 
Oh no, that's no, blood. that was that the same was a, guy. That was a different oh. flaming skull guy. See, it's a very popular design. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, what? If, what if I was that, but also Lex? Yes, because mm. he was also a crazy uh, genius, evil businessman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Maggie, what was you your killed bet, my dad. Do you know how little that narrows it down? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> Best line in the series. <laughs> For me, it was a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie, what was your bad thing? Yeah, um, they spend, this episode, they spend like a minute as gorillas. And mm-hmm. they don't deal with ba- with dead man using Batman to shoot a guy to death at all. Mm-hmm. The two most interesting things in this episode happened in the last five minutes, and we don't deal with them at all. Well, I feel it's like the gorilla such thing. A waste. I feel like the gorilla thing was just meant to be a passing. Hey, you remember this from all these '60s comics? I, I don't guess, but like this episode would be so much better if everyone in it was a gorilla. I guess. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, know I wish they had spent more time with that, exploring that. That like, would be fun. That's a great concept. That's so much better than Dead Man's like friends all got murdered. Fuck that. I don't give I, a shit about any of that. Also, also, they specifically said that they the machine that did it was rewriting human DNA, mm-hmm. but then Kal-El gets changed as well, and I'm really curious how that happened. Well, and I mean, from what I know of evolution, it should have turned everyone into crabs, right? <laughs> well, they didn't dial it all the way to the final form. Mm. Right. It's somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. Sure, it goes it was, it was de-evolving crab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously. Abraham I I, Lincoln. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole sequence of that in New Aquatines, and it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know, like the gorilla thing. I don't know that there's a lot of meat on that banana. Like, I, I don't... disagree. I think there's at okay. least twenty minutes of meat in, on that banana. Okay. I think they did exactly the right amount of, of that. gorilla yeah, stuff myself, but. Uh, I think it's because they already did an episode where they turned into kids, and I think it would just have been a little too much like that. But if they hadn't done mm-hmm. that one, then... I mean, I will maybe. say this. Gorillas are better than kids, so... Well, yes. Obviously. I'm not even the world's biggest gorilla fan, and I think that... Mm-hmm. I am, as to the as to the other point there, is mm-hmm. like, I am really surprised they are actually, like, murdering a bunch of people, and they are staying dead. Yeah. Yeah, this was uh, like, kind of my kids love Justice League moment. It's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> so the monks all came back at the end, but the hypothetical kid watching this doesn't know that. Like, this wouldn't have gotten past standards and practices on Fox Kids back in the day. And Batman slash Boston shot fake Black Manta dead, and then mm-hmm. Lex shot Grodd right in the chest, point blank. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Yeah, Christ. and it's like, it's, his corpse is like smoking at the yep. end. He's, <laughs> I mean, I will tell you, having seen ahead, he's not dead, but the episode sure makes you think he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Enough to traumatize a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was traumatized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was <laughs> fucked up. He just shot him. Just fucking shot him. <laughs> Actually, like, it's a lot like that. Blam. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, Batman <laughs> shot a guy with a gun in this episode. Like, they that's take, huge. My, my note is just, wow. They take, like, 30 yeah, right. seconds where Superman puts his hand on his shoulder and he's like, dude, it wasn't you. It's all right. Like, they do acknowledge it, but you're mm-hmm. right. They should yeah. have lived in that moment for more than a moment. Yeah. Well, and, like, yeah. Batman doesn't say anything or anything, but it's it, you can see he has that look he when he's mad. He's holding yeah. a gun and he's just like, ugh. Yep. No, and they, yeah. they do a good job animating, like, the look of horror on his face yeah. and the, the slump in his posture when he leaves. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they probably should have done more with it. Like, 
There's the bit at the end where God tells Dead Man that like he has oh, to that God. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Okay. The, it the seemed like lady. it might be God. Okay. But like I would much rather see Batman just like no, what you did was dis- was like disgusting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't do not ever come talk to me again. Like yeah, lose yeah. my. You number. made me do the worst thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does seem like God from Time Bandits. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> just a, just a just a face gonna explode. Uh, <laughs> Batman's parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mom, Dad, don't touch it. It's pure bats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I forgot and then remembered with delight that there is a TV adaptation of Time Bandits made by uh, Taika Waititi on the horizon. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah. It's already been shot. Like it's gotta huh. it's gotta be out soon. Oh cool. I did not know about that. Like it made it. I'm excited it, now. It made mm-hmm. it into production before the writer strike hit, so it's it's pretty close to done. I think. Nice. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, my bad thing about this episode. Speaking of Batman and Dead Man, Batman mm-hmm. earlier in the episodes uh, even tells Dead Man, like, uh, "Don't kill people. What we need is justice, not vengeance." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those are bold and brave words from a man <laughs> whose most famous speech includes the line, I am vengeance. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. that's true, but it's been a few years since then, you know. Yeah, but that's yeah. one of the number people one change. things yeah. that people associate with this version of Batman. Also, people do change, but in the timeline of this show, we know Batman, <laughs> Batman slash Bruce gets more and more bitter and less and less interested in doing the right noble thing and just, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And also, I think you mentioned this, but, like, I think a lot of that comes from the end of this episode, honestly. It might be. It's just mm. like, well, this is what happens when I'm friends with people. That's my headcanon, is, like, because he is getting a little more cheerful. Yeah. And this might be the moment where he's like, ugh, I need to take this seriously. I like, What am I doing? I shot yeah. a guy today. Mm-hmm. I mean, he Superman can hug me all he wants, but, like... I, I mean, pulled he, the trigger and that guy's not alive anymore. He doesn't want that. He doesn't want that, uh, Superman to hug him ever. <laughs> please, is it? Please. Why, why are you? It why just, are you holding me with your body, Cal? <laughs> is it just because of this shooting, or do you think it was also because his uh, mentor died? Oh, right. They did like, mention that. Oh, like, yeah. Because and um, the DC Wiki actually pointed out this was a helpful thing. He didn't say. He was my like uh, uh, teacher. He's like he was one of my teachers because yeah. it's like we've already right. seen Batman learn martial arts from someone else, so that would have been a retcon. But he's like, no, yeah. I, I learned from a few different people. Yeah, so that was I, mm-hmm. I know a bunch of martial arts. So yeah, it's possible. Except the guy came back at the end, and I bet Batman realizes. Does he know that? I well, that's what I was gonna say. I think he probably knows. If there's a place on Earth where people can constantly just come back to life he's probably aware of it mm-hmm. yeah okay fair he's got justice league resources i'm sure one of the magic guys would have hipped him to to else. pool and yeah. this monastery yeah exactly yeah. um sorry it absolutely is a pool but i'm just picturing like <laughs> raza ghouls uh, a below ground pool no running <laughs> hello detective no, no notice there is no ool in it wait. <laughs> wait let me try it again detective <laughs> We don't come back to life in your toilet. Please don't pee in there our Lazarus go. pits. There it is. <laughs> Thank you, Talia. I got it all wrong for some reason. Also, I'm not uh, doing the David Warner voice at all. Detective. 
Speaking of um, detective, speaking of um, uh, metaphysical characters from Time Bandits, David Warner. <laughs> yes, the very same. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the one I other thing I want to, yeah, same. Uh, the one other thing I wanted to point out is, um, isn't building a big de-evolution machine the main plot of the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie? Al, it sure is. Okay. Huh. I thought it was, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what Dennis Hopper, King Koopa, was trying to do. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Goombas are supposed to be in that. They're like de-evolved toad people. Yeah, they're but which are in that universe like dinosaurs that yeah. lived when the <laughs> uh, asteroid that killed them in this universe didn't kill them there or something like yeah. that. Oh. No, instead it tore a that. hole in the fabric of reality. Okay, that's fine. And mm-hmm. all of this huh. has something to do with Mario and Luigi somehow. It sure does. <laughs> something. The thing, the thing is, that's a fun little like early 90s sci-fi movie. It just has nothing to do with Mario. Yeah. Change the names and it's pretty good. The main character is Luigi. That shouldn't be. And I like Luigi. <laughs> Nobody likes Luigi. I like Luigi. <laughs> yes, Wong Bad, I ate Luigi. Mm-hmm. Just watch his little legs bicycling when he jumps. Shut up, Luigi. I jump already high. <laughs> it's a me. I'm the only one who can get to the secret area in uh, World 6-1. Yeah, everyone loves that. Wow. Means you get to avoid the birds and the guys that ride around on the the cannons on wheels. Luigi, are you from Tordovia suddenly? A little little bit. Mountaineers? A little bit Italian, a little bit Tordovia. Okay. All right. We should probably start. A little bit tired. (laughs) Oh, very tired. There's one more thing I wanted to point out is that uh, when... Just before Superman is possessed by the ghost who cries, mm-hmm. uh, Soups is, he's saying, like, how tired he is of commissary food. And I'm yeah. like, they have a commissary? Yeah. Now, oh, I, yeah. now I can't not imagine Superman just, like, in a lunch line holding a tray, getting his tater tots and a slice of heat lamp pizza. Yep. And it better a, not be a, a Boston lamp, brand though. pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to see Batman, like, uh... <laughs> This tray is wet. 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 Do dry these in a rainforest. <laughs> I like uh, I like the idea of like I don't know Hawk Girl or somebody saying you know you could just go to the front of the line. He's like no no I'm one of the guys I need to stand in line like everyone else. That's right. <laughs> but you're Superman. I, that's okay. I still got to be fair. Yeah, and if I want my pizza before I uh, have to go back to work, I'd better stand in line. Also, if my food's cold, that's okay. I can warm it up with my eyes. No big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Batman just grapples a tray of fried chicken. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pew. Look, I bought like, this Batman commissary. Has Alfred like <laughs> teleport up to bring him sandwiches <laughs> under a silver tray. Yeah, exactly. With the crust mm-hmm. cut off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you really missed an opportunity there for a gone for good fried chicken joke though. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'll come back in. <laughs> Mm. nothing's going to make that funny. He's gone for good fried chicken. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else? Uh, That's everything I got. No. Oh, the uh, the monk, the main monk, the old guy, Uh sounds like the physicist guy from the Shadow movie with Alec Baldwin. Mm. I don't know know if it's the same actor. I didn't look it up. (laughs) That's that's on par with your never-ending story, too, Paul. Not a lot of people are going to catch that one. No, but again, I am Every, one of I, them. So 
Everybody should go watch the Shadow movie from 1993 or whatever it was. <laughs> I did not care for that one. Of the pulp throwback movies of that period, I liked uh, The Phantom much, much mm. better. It is it is a better movie. <laughs> I'll grant you. <laughs> largely, largely because of shirtless Billy Zane, because Jesus Christ, he's a handsome <laughs> man in that movie. <laughs> Just a slab of man in that movie. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um... The I, I was just looking up uh, who who voiced the guy. Um, is the, it Sab Shimono? It is. Aha! Is that is that who you thought it was? Yeah, yeah, ah. that's the guy. That's he played Doctor Roy Tam in The Shadow. Ooh. Oh well, good pull, Bob. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's like uh, that's often my thing, but uh, good job. <laughs> it's um, that guy. Yeah. Uh, did you know? Uh, who played the gorilla Solovar? The one like their friendly, their friendly gorilla friend in uh, Gorilla City when they called down the the white fur one. His name sound, his voice sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it. This this character's appeared before, so we've we've heard him before. It's uh, David Ogden Steers, uh, best known from. Oh, Ash. yeah. Okay. He wasn't doing his pompous British accent, so it's sometimes <laughs> hard to like pinpoint that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense now. Mm. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else? Uh, the, that, just yeah. the 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 old guy at the very beginning, uh, mm-hmm. when he says, "Your destiny is not to avenge your own death. Your destiny is to avenge mine," is mm-hmm. some really spooky shit, and I mm-hmm. love it. Except that, that it now I'm doesn't buried under a uh, column. <laughs> Except right. now it doesn't make sense if those guys never die. Like, okay, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. It's cool in the moment, but if you think about it in <laughs> the context of what happens by the end, it's like. Well, you knew you weren't going to die. Why'd you have to bring logic into this? Yeah. Uh, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's bizarro logic, so it's fine. No, it isn't. <laughs> See, exactly. <laughs> All uh, right. That, uh, that was my last note. Bob, you got anything you want to mention, plug, whatever? Um, I'm doing some arts Ooh. online. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, so if you go to Vixen Labs on Instagram or vixenlabs.info uh, <laughs> is my website. <laughs> is I had to change it at some point because I actually, like, I forgot to renew the domain and someone uh, else stole it from me and wants $10,000 to get it back. Uh, and I'm like, oh, uh-huh. screw that. Yeah. So I, it's, yes, it's Vixen Labs. V-I-X-E-N labs L-E-B-S dot info mm-hmm. and uh, there's some stuff there and uh, I don't know it's just kind of art stuff yeah that excellent. I've been working on so yeah. I don't think I knew about that so I'll go check that out mm. my own self yeah <laughs> uh, our website as ever kidslovebatman.com mm-hmm. uh, if you want to write to us you are running out of time we only have one more mail show left and we yep. would love to hear from you one last time kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail uh, then as I alluded to we're shutting all this down and going back to doing Star Trek. We'll be doing yep. the post-atomic horror. Woohoo! It's the, back, baby. The week following the last episode of this, we're just jumping right back on that train. So, mm. yeah. And we'll have some Star Trek to review for a while there. Um, and, oh, our Patreon's still going strong. Patreon.com slash Algar. For as little as $1 a month, you can hear us review almost the entirety of The Brave and the Bold, plus uh, a whole backlog of um, straight-to-video movies that we hated before we stopped doing them. So, we sure did. If you like to hear us suffer, which a lot of people apparently do. Yeah, they love that shit. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Go check that out. Look, mm-hmm. the Star Trek show was very popular when we were doing Enterprise, which I will never understand. <laughs> yep. Huh. Yeah. 
All right. Hey, uh, you know, per- personally, I, I like it when you're not suffering so much because hey, us you know too. You, Same. you're my friends, and mm-hmm. and I like you not to have to suffer. I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. I don't want I don't want anyone to suffer, but that's a, you know that's a whole. <laughs> I don't thing. want anyone to suffer, especially me. Yes, mm, exactly. Fair. All right, uh, and that's all for this time. Yeah. See ya, Fox. Twila. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun. 